Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Las Vegas, ho. It's the Crazy Sexy Cool Podcast. I'm Bethany, and we have me to the left, Elizabeth to the right, holding it down as always. How y'all doing? Y'all look beautiful and yawning and shit. <laughs> look, That's me. tired. Yeah, me, me, me yawning, but I feel her. I feel her on a molecular level. Oh, molecular. I'm tired, dog. I, this adulting is crazy. It's crazy how um, y'all, wait, so you know why we yawn? I know this is so random. Come on, do, tell us. But do you know no, why we on. yawn? Come on, Jack. Is it a reflex? No, so basically it's our body's way of um, getting, of, of like, of ex, ex, um, ex, assessing, or no, not assessing, um, accessing more oxygen. 
So if you notice when you get tired, your oxygen levels go low because like, or when you go to sleep, your oxygen levels actually go, are, are lower. You know, like you start breathing oh. more like this. So when you're tired, like it, it, you know, and so like when you yawn, it's the way of your body saying that your oxygen levels are like low. So I had a question. Do you ever yawn when you see somebody else yawn? Yes. What's yeah. that? I don't know what that's all about. Cause what they say yawns about? are contagious. So yeah, I don't know contagious. what that's all about. I don't, and I and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the the little fun fact if that goes to every single yawn, but. I, that was like one of those random things that I like seen or read. And once again, if I stand corrected, you know, just let me know. But that's what I had read on. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. I'm like, like yeah. the yawns are just so random. You'd be like, I'm not even tired. Or you don't think you're tired. But basically your body right. is saying like, no, bitch, your oxygen levels are... <laughs> You know. I had like a yawn attack last night. I took a shower and I was trying to get some work done. Like you just keep yawning, your eyes watering and your nose running. You get the snivels oh, okay, for no okay, reason. Okay. That's yeah. what happened to me. Like I was knocked out by 11, which is pretty early for my, you know, I'm a night owl, but I was knocked out. I was like, you know what? My body is telling me to shut it down. So I guess it's what it is. And, you know, I was up at like six this morning um, got Prince to school and then had to go right back and pick him up because they had early dismissal. Did you guys, you guys kids had early dismissal too? Yes, ma'am. I really felt like not taking her to school, but she woke right. up talking about school. I'm like, oh, all right. I was thinking about the same thing. Like, you know what? It's the last day. Like, do you have to? But I'm, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can get something done while he's gone. Like, let me take, you know, advantage of this little bit of time of him not it's being fun. at home. Are you are you guys kids going to summer school? I have to look into it and see because I plan on doing some traveling and I want him to do some traveling too. And I don't know when we would be able to do that. I'm tired of having to work around his little schedule. Yeah, I mean that's some real mommy shit. The the, the acceleration program that they're offering is only it's only um from what from our school it's uh June. First to June thirtieth, hmm. so they oh, okay. it's not yeah. even it's like in July. It's only a month. Yeah, yeah. But you have, have to make it. sure you have to make sure that the registration is open because I know from our school they said that it was so full because they hit capacity that they're not accepting no new registers. Okay. But what makes sense? Because the kids just went back to school and it's like, look, we need to keep them in there a little bit longer. Like we got used to this whole routine and now it's over. No. But they asked right, back. but I'm not gonna lie. Like I was sitting here, I was sitting here with my, I was sitting here with Eli, and you know, and I know y'all do this too. Like y'all like a random y'all baby, right? And like I'm quizzing E, and I'm noticing. I was telling um, Elizabeth this too. I'm just noticing like certain bad habits that he starts to pick up, and I'm like, you, it didn't come from here. And the only thing that's changed about your schedule is you going there. So I think you got it from there. And what I mean by that, I'm saying like when he's reading, instead of him trying or like we have certain um, tools that he used when it comes to his reading, like the one vowel rule, the two vowel rule, the irregular, like things that we practice on a daily basis. And like he's reading and he's doing this and he's like looking at me, waiting for me to tell him. And I'm like, 
why is he all of a sudden waiting for me to tell him the answer? And I'm like, and I asked him, I was like, oh, Miss Auclair tells you the answer when you get stuck. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that here. Uh, you know? So yeah. mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a couple things like that or just something simple as like the number grid. Eli was used to be able to tell you if I'm like, if I'm like, okay, what's after 45? He could tell me what's after 45. And, and he could still do it now, but I'm saying like in relation to math. So I, I had I had trained him when I was homeschooling him. I had trained him how to like skip count. So he would practice the number grid so much that it was ingrained in his mind. So when I tell him to skip count four times, he would he could, you know, envision it and tell me what the answer is. Yeah, he can't skip count no more. Like I'm like, okay. So and granted on me, like I wasn't doing as much work as I normally would have, but I'm like, you know, like you're going to school. You're go. You're in school from <laughs> from eight forty-five to to three o'clock. Like to be mm-hmm. something there. And granted, we like we we read and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just noticing little bad habits and it's stuff where it's like he's becoming more lazy and like he's not even like trying. So huh. it's not that he doesn't know the information. Do you do you think it's this this particular teacher? Because maybe next year his next teacher probably will not be like that. That it might it might be that that might be the case, and if if his teacher is not like Miss Aclair, guess what? Elijah is fucked. You get what I'm saying? So with that said, that's the reason why I'm like I'm going to homeschool my son this summer. Like I I, I had Eli set yeah. up um, in the summer school. Eli's not going. Like we are. I am homeschooling him. I'm putting together like you know, and I'm gonna make it where it's self sufficient, self efficient, where like. He can get up and like get the stuff going himself. It's stuff in, in like certain and it's gonna be certain activities where I'm gonna sit there and do it with him. But it's gonna be a routine where every time he wakes up, like it's like, okay, we do he's gonna have spelling words every week. We're gonna, you know what I mean, get back to our number board, start you know what I mean? Cause it's yeah, like, you're just gonna not, take it into your matter into your own hands. And I th- I'm thinking about doing the same thing to keep a routine, but instead of doing it here at home, we're gonna go to the library. Right. And actually go right. to a brick and mortar Another location place. where yeah. we can. So that way when he sees it, he can, he can, he knows like, okay, this is where we learn. Yeah. Like, and also, yeah. And, and also because he'd be loud as hell. He needs to learn how to control his yeah, voice. Were, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, certain, that's what I'm saying. It's like certain, it's certain ways. Like we like, like you like, he eats in restaurants. You know what I mean? And I'm like, we go and eat hibachi and like. He's like squirming in his chair and making all this, and I'm like, and granted, I'm I'm not I'm not like a crazy stickler on that, but it's like it's like you're six, bro. Like, yeah, I know you're gonna be excited and all that, and you can be excited, but it's just certain things that you didn't used to do that you're starting to do now, and I'm feeling like it's coming from your school, from like you know from like your peers, from you know so on so on. But also, also, it's not just the school; it's also shame on me because like this is what I study. You know what I'm saying? Like for like this, this past year, I've been studying how like these systems are not meant for us, especially black kids, especially black boys. I know the ins and outs of this. I know the impact. I know the pipeline from school to the prison system. I know this shit thoroughly. So shame on me for like, you know what I mean? Like for like in a way subconsciously depending on the system, I know that is not meant for my child. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, if Eli's not the smartest kid in the class, I'm okay. But it's, but ain't no way in hell you gonna walk into a classroom and not apply yourself. Ain't no fucking way. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know about summer school. I'd rather give him a, a little curriculum here. And we, you know, have our little routine where we go to the library where he has hella books, Wi-Fi. He can, you know, play different games and maybe even interact with other kids if, you know, if they're there as well. So ah, here we, we here we are back on the uh, it feels like the COVID grind where we're at home right. with our babies and their hours 100 percent all over again. But, you know, it's we're going we're going to make it happen. We're going to make something shake like we always do. I'm not sure who shared this meme in the group chat. So it said, if you, maybe I shared it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was you. How about that? I, I, I could have sworn. Yo, so it said, if you are in a relationship, are you supposed to have sex every single day? Um, what y'all, y'all say? You want to go first? Y'all tell me. You want to go first? Sure. I don't okay. know much about this. Okay. So me, I love to have sex every day. Um, why that is my preference it just feels good to my body it's a nice shot of oxytocin like I need that hormone it it just makes me feel great whether it's in the morning and it helps me get my day started or it's at night and it helps me to sleep it's just or it's in the middle of the day and you know even when you're on your period um depending on what day of my period I'm still down Yep. Now, now, question: When we say sex, are we saying full throttle penetration, or is it just something sexual? No, I want sex. I want penetration um, every day. But I understand, like life happens. Like every day, you're not going to be able to do it. Niggas be busy, and kids be annoying and doing the most. So sometimes you can't get it in. But I feel like it it really depends on the couple. For me, I would love to have sex every day. And also, I would like to have it twice a day if I could. But I know that's not always realistic, especially, like, when you're with your partner every day. Like, that's not a thing. But me, with a long-distance relationship, if every day that I'm with you, I would like to have sex every single day. I agree with that. I agree with that part, especially being long distance. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Shit. Yeah, let let, every day that you are here or I am there. Oh, we on vacation. That's dangerous, yo. I ain't gonna even lie. Like, maybe that's the reason why I'm not in a relationship. Well, there's some other reasons why I'm not in a relationship. (laughs) But, But, like, I have a high sex drive. Especially if I'm stressed out. If I'm stressed out, I want to fuck you every single day. Maybe like three, four times a day. If not sex, I want something sexual. Something like... But the dangerous part about that is... I can judge me if y'all want to. But if if you my man, I like raw sex. I like I prefer raw sex over a Jimmy. And yeah, that's where shit gets complicated. You know what I'm saying? I, you know... There's there's apps for that where you track your shit, but still like okay. So wait, I I get I get not using one, but are you talking about you like you you like the uh, pull out method, or you want him to come inside you? Like no, I like no. Well, okay, when it comes to that, of course, pull out method. But like, have y'all ever had some so much sex in a day where it's like okay, you pulled out this moment, but like. Did you? <laughs> Sometimes, like, you just, like, in the moment where you're, like, I don't know. And, I don't know, depending on the moment, sometimes you get lost up in it. Like, that that happens, you know. Get but, lost 
Okay, I I don't partake in that. Like, I'm not in a relationship. I'm saying being in a committed relationship. So, but I like, yeah. If I had a preference, I like raw sex. As to why I don't. I like like raw sex, too. It is so, it feels um, therapeutic in a way. It's so so When it stays in. Like the climax when it stays like, in is way better than the whole pull out because the pull out like can fuck your shit up, can fuck your like orgasm up. Yeah, yes, especially like couples that come together. Oh my god, that shit is magical. That shit is magical. All I gotta say is, if you like, you want to turn a girl crazy, come come at the same time she comes. You understand what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, it's like crazy activated. (laughs) Okay, so let's say let's say you're in a relationship, and this is your this is your reality. But he's like, look, you're gonna have to get on birth control or something because I'm not getting on birth control. I'm not doing birth control. It's enough. I I track my period, so I'm very in tune with my body. I can I'll tell you when we can have sex. I'll tell you when we can't have sex. I'm not getting on birth control. I trust me. You'll you'll tell him when he. You'll tell him when he can come inside you. No, I'm going to tell you when we can have sex, and I'll tell you when we cannot have sex, because pre-cum is, you You can get pregnant off of pre-cum. People think that they got all this control over, like, their ejaculation, and the fact that it matters, a lot of men don't have as much control, especially when you're dealing with, you know, what you say, either, <laughs> wait, wait, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, that, that nice, that, like, that... Drip, drip. That, that warm that sauce shit. in there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Sometimes to knock them out, you know? Like, and that's just it. So it's, I, there's three days in the month that you, like, I'll, but I'll, I'll make up for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't leave you hanging, but <laughs> three days in a month where it's like, it's an absolute no. I'm not going to even try yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm with Meek. I'm not taking birth control. I'm sorry. Um, not sorry. That shit throws off my balance of everything, any type of, I don't take medication period unless I like really have to and I'm really sick, but like anything, like it throws my whole everything off. Like even if I was in disarray, my whole life is like, I'm not the same woman. Taking plan B's for me, like literally throws everything off for me mentally, physically. I can't do it. I'm not the same woman. Look, for men that be like birth control, birth control, just know that birth control can lead up lead up to a uh, a breakup because you will be you will get into a whole nother woman that you did not. It's agree all these emotions, with. all these emotions coming. Different, man. It's a lot. It's emotions. It's also just not wanting to be a touch. Also, birth control is known to dry you out. You mm. know what I mean? So the so the so it won't even feel the same no more. It's a whole different woman. So I like, mean, you get like you, what's wrong with her? You get the imbalance of hormones. You get weight gain. You get you can sometimes get acne. I feel like sometimes women are having like an actual allergic reaction to it, but they're like, "Oh, it's just a symptom." No, my body is rejecting this, and all they do is just give you more and more. I had this full on episode. I was like on the patch. This is when I was way younger. I think I was like eighteen, nineteen years old on the patch. And when I tell you, my whole fucking left side of my face went numb, and I had this like badass headache 
and my and, I'm, and, and I start throwing up and my mom was like what is wrong with you what did you eat and then she like she basically stripped me naked and like was like bitch why the fuck you still got this patch on and she took the patch off like I laid in that bed and, and then it, it finally started to like calm down but yeah I'm not touching no damn birth control Mm-mm. I don't know it's enough for me dog no, for no, me too. No, no, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we gonna know when we ovulate. You know, we're gonna know we get to know our body. See what apps do y'all use? Do you use Hello? apps or you have your flow? Hello. Hello. I love the flow app. She is yes. look, she's she she be a time. If you're Every in a time. committed relationship, you need to be downloading flow too. Go ahead, download Flow. Ask your baby, be like, you know, like, you know, she cramping or whatever. Be like, baby, you start your period today. You go ahead, lock that date in. Honestly, <laughs> it'll get you, listen, it'll get you some kudos right. points because you might, you, it'll, you, you'll be on the app and be like, dang, I want some ass today. You go check Flow and be like, oh, you know what? She about to start her period either today or tomorrow. Go ahead, get her her favorite, do- you know, Hagen Dosh ice cream, and go put Love Jones on. You know what I'm saying? W- run her a, a hot, warm bath, and get the heating pad ready. Let her come home and be like, hey. "Yeah." When y'all, when y'all on your period, y'all crave all y'all both crave chocolate. No, I, I crave sweets, so I crave sugar. Oh. I crave sweets okay. anyway. That's just my thing. Mm. But mm, leading never up. Mind. Leading up to my period, I get really thirsty. I can kill bottles on bottles on bottles of water. And I'm no. downing them crazy. But I've noticed that, um, I say within this last year, I've really been paying attention to my mood. And I've, I've become a bit snappy. Like, oh, yes, I'm not you. friendly. Yeah. And <laughs> you, like, tell yourself to, like, go take your ass back to sleep. Like, start like, your day over. <laughs> go, yeah, back. No, I, go back and start yeah. all over. I literally, like, I'll be really, not emotional, but something will, like, trigger me. Like, I might get teary-eyed. I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I crying? Because I just saw, like, a stupid commercial or, or some shit. And I'm like, oh, you're about to start your period. Okay. Like, and then it just puts everything in perspective, and I can adjust. And I look at my flow app, like, yeah. one day until your period. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My and that's what I'm saying with dudes. is like, <laughs> bro, like, if she wakes up that way, you're going to be like, baby, look, it's okay. You start your period tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get you those jugs of water that you need. And I'm going to go ahead and just set everything up. Like, bro, like. Like a man do that and be like, marry me. Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Marry me now. <laughs> Actually, y'all are welcome in advance because that is, <laughs> if you want to talk about some gems, that is some gems. Download the Flow app. Change your life. She'll wake up and start giving you head on sight. I swear. I swear. I mean, I do that anyway. (laughs) Oh. Oh, please tell. (laughs) She's the new queen of the head, of of giving head. Nobody can ever beat the Bethany, so I'm just saying. No, Bethany has, she she got a new type. (laughs) She got like sex vibes and shit. She got lava lamps and. (laughs) next thing she gonna tell us she got a water bed i'm like she's like on some like austin powers like shacks i love sex and whatever it takes to make the mood right so everybody is comfortable me and my partner are comfortable and we can have the best sex 
every single time, I'm going to do that. Like, that's why I already be having playlists made. This is why, you know, I I like, I love lighting candles and incense. Send me y'all playlists. Yeah, how about that? I'm going to post it. I'm going to share it. Hold on. Y'all don't don't want my playlist because it's on title. Y'all ain't going to listen to it. Oh, how about this? Let's you don't got collaborate. one, not on title. Let's collaborate on a crazy, sexy, cool sex playlist. So, so we all songs. send top five songs and make oh a my God. Look. Wait, wait, what kind of sex we having? Are we making love? Like, what are we doing? Wait, wait, like, wait. It's called Get the Draws playlist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wet the draws, wet draws, 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 dirt draws, stank draws, funky draws. Your jizz is funky. I don't want it. Juicy draws. Juicy draws. Juicy draws. Juicy draws and jaws. Hey. JJ's. Yes. We need some JJ. That's a new uh, <laughs> JJ playlist. There we go. Juicy Jaws. Juicy Jaws. Okay, so let's make a playlist that is hmm, how can how can we go about like the, the theme of this? Because there are some songs like some people want to make love to like some old shit, like some Al Green <laughs> Meek. Um no, nah, I don't know what you yeah, what you like. <laughs> Do you make do you have sex with Al Green? Cause I know that's like your fave. So no, I don't. But you know who got a cool uh playlist to like vibe to? Sir. Okay. And it's okay. not a Sir album. It's like this certain Sir song. Oh, a few songs. Like, and it's kind of like, you know, kind of like it kind of like, you know, walks you in because you got some that way you need to talk. Da, 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 and then like, so yeah, sir. So it's something for the before play, the foreplay, the actual act, and then like even the post orgasm come down. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna have some good shit. We're gonna post it on the uh we're gonna post it on Crazy Sexy Cool on our Instagram. Wait, I got a question. Can R. Kelly be on this playlist? Oh God. I mean, cause No. He- no, I think there can be a dope playlist without Kells. Because I feel like it will ruin the mood. Because what if you were the guy, you like, what the fuck? Why you got R. Kelly on this shit? Like, I'm going to just have to have him exit. Ooh. Ooh. Why are you so concerned about R. Kelly? But maybe uh. he, but maybe he understands. Like, maybe he from Chicago? These, no, maybe he understands that some of these <laughs> songs were written, written about minors. And it's like, you know what? Seems like you're ready. Nah, I can't. Can't get down to that. It's going to make my dick soft. <laughs> You just never know I'm what like, effect it's going to have. And you can't be mad if a guy is like, no, protect black women and R. Kelly needs to get up out of here. Why do you have this nigga on your playlist? You can't be mad at it. Actually, I, I would appreciate that because you know me. Mm. I can't get uh-huh. mad. I can't get jiggy with this shit. Hell <laughs> 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 no. Hell no. I cannot. I cannot insert my hard dick into your wet, juicy pussy. Turn this nigga off. It's going soft. soft. Like, nah, get this nigga up out of here. So, no, we can have a playlist without R. Kelly. All right, we we, we going, we going, we going, you know, evaluate this lady. (laughs) Okay. 
so another conversation that I saw happening on social media, which was just wild to me. Um, a girl, she said, what would y'all do if you parked your car at your friend's house while you were out of town and they drove it 300 miles, 300 plus miles to LA and back without asking you? I'm trying to see something. What would you do? First off, what you trying to see? Second. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no. Now, I feel it was, no, no, mm-mm. nope. No, like that lady don't get out. No, 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 no. Okay, so no. let's say someone did this. What would your immediate response be once you found out? Why you didn't ask, bitch? Yeah, like what's the whole? What's the I, like? If you it. you got it, I know it would be simply be like, bro, you better have a good ass explanation as to why. First off, you you didn't even yeah, bother to call good. me because it's not even a thing about. It's not even a thing of like whether I'm gonna say yes or no, cause like knowing my ass, I I'm not there. I'm not using the car. I probably would say yes, depending on who it is. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that you on some sneaky shit, like my, bro, run me friends. run me my gas. Yeah. Would you then, would you then, stay friends with this person? No, I, mean, I can't trust you, yo. I can't. I, I don't exactly. feel like I can trust you. And then it's like it's like okay, yeah, okay, stay friends, but like. It's gonna affect how close I am. So it's like, why, why did you take? And then like, did you even treat my baby the way she needs to be treated? Like, you can't put eighty-seven in her. You get what I'm saying? I like, feel, I feel like, I feel like that girl didn't tell her because she knew she wasn't responsible, and the person was gonna tell her no. I feel like that friend knew not to ask because she she knew she wasn't gonna get the answer she wanted. Otherwise, you would have just said something about it, right? Why didn't you just call me? Like, I'm, not, no, I'm on a mission. She knew, like my she car knew she went was out. No. Yeah, I'm on a mission. My car went out. Why don't you just like I don't know about that. Like I'm not I'm not cool with that. See, that's that's just an incredible risk to take because you don't know what people's cars. Like, what if you know that person was having car trouble and you just didn't know, and here you are stuck in the middle of the fucking uh the desert, and you done fucked their car up like. No really AAA. Really how about no this? More. How about this? You're driving the car and somebody hits you. No like, insurance. So you're, so you're so you're you're doing everything that you're supposed to do to make sure the car is okay, and somebody hits you. Yeah. Then what? Like, like I don't even like to. I don't like to drive anyone else's cars ever. I don't like ever. driving anybody else's car either. But yeah, I would literally rent a car before I ask anybody. <laughs> Right, and if you can't rent a car, that's very I'm telling. Yeah. That means you don't need to be driving nobody's shit if you can't rent one. I mean, but I'm just saying. I I think be beyond all that, the fact that you didn't, that you don't, you don't have the sense to just hit me up and just ask me. That's what I'm saying. That person knew that that person. I was think that's what I would be more. They were they were responsible. About. Like I don't care if I was driving a freaking. Geo Metro or Benz, the fact that you just did not have the common courtesy to be like, yo, this, 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 can I borrow your car? So that way I can, I can inform you about, yo, Geo Metro, you're going to have to shake that door. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know. <laughs> like, hey, make sure you back in every time you park because 
Sometimes you got to jump that battery, or, you know. Or, you, gotta you know, my tire light too. always go off. It's the tire in the back on the left hand side. Like you got to put air in that thing every every other day. Like <laughs> it's knowing shit like that. Shit. But still, like you're not. That's not a real friend if you do some crazy shit like that behind someone's back. Like how how did this person even find out? Did they? you know, check the mileage and be like, wait a minute, or was it parked differently? Like, hey, did you move my car? Well, actually, girl, I drove it to LA. Um, like, huh? Yeah, like, how you, conversation you in the head. You, you sick in the head. Like, something ain't right. And then also, I feel like anyone that does like that, like, Loki, you, um, what is it? Like, I don't know the terminology, but like, like you, fuck, like you scheming on me. You know what I'm saying? Like you seeing my moves, you seeing like, like you know what I mean? Like and making sure you come back on time before I get there. Not, not even that, but I'm saying like you scheming on my lifestyle. You scheming on like what I got going on. That's how I'ma feel too. Like, why? Like you using my car to go to go to L.A. Like, the fuck? Why don't you use your motherfucking car? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that's awesome. a no for me, dog. Yeah, hell no. That sounds like even- something. That's how like, we don't mention would do. Oh, and I seen her at work the other day. Came up, it's like, hi, Liz. I'm like, bitch, get up out of my face. <laughs> I said nothing to her. But my thing is, look, even in the case of emergency, no, you still should, you know, if this is your friend, you ask. Period. Well, like, obviously she should learn who her friends are. Yeah. You, got, you, got four, you got four hours to fucking call me, bro. From here to California, nah, nah, nah. she really had more than that because she packed and everything got ready, got gas, but prior before getting on that road and came back. So, <laughs> how about that? Yeah, that's not your real friend, Shouty. Um, so yeah, what would I do? I'm ending the friendship, yeah, it's over. That's it because. You don't respect me. You don't respect my property. You don't have enough, you know, balls to ask me for something as simple right. as that. And if you right, really so. are friend, you would understand, like, even if I, I said no, there's probably a reason why I said no. It's probably protecting you as well. So, yeah. No. So, yeah, I hope you That's enjoyed that ride. Point. You can hit the road, too, and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> hit like the road, somebody, Jack. A bitch how to do that will fuck your husband like Faith. Oh, before we go on to our next topic I want to ask y'all what are you guys listening to (laughs) you're good orders Um, I still listen to Moneybag Yo recently I was listening to the one with Future called um, Hard for the Next posted oh yeah what do you think? Okay, so I was listening to that song the first time I heard it. I was just like, that just sounds like you are just, you know, messing with a girl just for fun. Like, this is someone that you don't plan on, like, staying with, that you just want to come and just stunt real quick and then move on to your next chick, but quote unquote, make it hard for the next nigga to, like, make you happy. Like, that is some yeah, weird. Yeah, when I. That's some weird fuckboy shit. It's, it's toxic. But I like the song. Yeah, I, I like. Why some, do you like the song? Like, why I you like the song? The song. Well, I just, why you like it? I just like pieces. 
I just like pieces of. I, I feel like I'm making myself harder for the next nigga coming. Like not necessarily another nigga. Oh, so I'm making it harder oh. for another nigga to come please me. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, girl. But yeah. So I'm. I decided to make um, a new playlist, and you know how like people be like, oh. If your mama didn't clean up to Anita Baker and Sade and Whitney Houston, like, you know, you didn't have you didn't have like a real black, authentic childhood. And I was like, what about the new parent? Like, what are we cleaning up to when we put some music on to clean up? What are we listening to? So I made a clean up playlist and just made it a little bit more modern. Um, so I got like Case, Touch Me, Tease Me. Jodeci, I got some Janae, Sending My Love, Mary J. Blige, You Remind Me. Like, I just made, like, a more updated 90s, like, a more cooler playlist. You're on mute me. What'd you say? Wasn't your mama cleaning up to that? She cleaned up to a, I say a mixture of all of that. So, I mean, we would get so many to Baker, but my mom was really into hip-hop, so every once in a well... <laughs> I was the one cleaning up, so I don't think she was really. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't putting music on really to clean up anyway. Cause some I've I've seen some people say, well, actually, my parents put on gospel, and that's how I knew it was time to get my ass up and clean. But my mom, she was into the hip hop, so I wouldn't say these songs in particular, cause I have um, Mary J. Blige, "Be Happy," SWV, oh, Tony song. Braxton, yeah, like. <laughs> Tony. I love Tony Braxton dog. Like she, she has like three songs on this playlist. Tony, but oh my god, Tony! Gets y'all, y'all see her? Y'all see her new post? Um, y'all see her new post? What's she post? Um, oh, I'm about to sit. Yo, her haircut, like the really low blonde cut, is just fire on her. She looks incredible. Her life is fire. Tony is who I aspire to be when I get Tony's age. Tony wears what the fuck she wants. But even the way she does it, like, she doesn't hide it from her babies. Like, she's so extra, and I love every element. Oh, I love Tony. Yeah. Well, y'all gonna love this video I just sent y'all in the chat. All right, let's check her out real quick. What's she talking about? Oh, shit. Wear your clothes. I'm about to send her some bikini, honey. Wait, she had to bleep it out? <laughs> I don't know why she bleeped it out, but... Because she got a thong on. She ain't trying to show her whole ass. Is she still engaged to um, Birdman? I don't think, what I think, that, I think that's that. over. Yeah, I think that was over. Yeah, okay. See, that's, this, this is, is what I'm talking road. about. This is what I'm talking about. I see yes, that Tony. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm doing all of that. And she is Silver Fox. Get the get out. Yes. I need all of that. Doing all that. <laughs> and I need all that. And Tamar said, but I just had a mac and cheese and chicken with her 24 hours ago. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me. Look, I'm going to still eat what I want. I'm going to make sure this body is still together. Dick. Oh, my God. Dick. Yeah. Um. So, what have you been listening to, Meek? You still listening to nothing? Like no, no. Last episode, it was a pol- it was a um, playlist I was listening to, and it was so funny because I think it's funny how like this playlist has a. It's just it's the Apple playlist that they make for you, you know. Yeah. 
and it got like a number of different songs on it, like uh, hers on there, Daniel Caesar, um, uh, Neo, whole bunch of people. Drake is on there, uh, YG is on there, and Missy is on there. And it was just like I was cleaning up today, and it was just it's all, I always like to just sit back and see what song Eli gonna gravitate to. Yeah, oh my gosh, that is one um, of the most fun things. Yes, and the song that he gravitated to, this is the funny one, was Party Next Door. Um, where is I'm it? I'm gonna be real, I'm not that familiar with his, his music. Uh, you know, Party Next Door. Oh, you don't like Party, Next, Party, Next Do- Party Next Door Freaking You. <laughs> He was what? like, he was like, play, he was like playing with Thomas the Train. He was like, freaking you, is there a freaking you? Like he just kept singing it, cause like that's what that's what that's how the chorus goes. But it's like it's very um catchy. Like the the chorus is very catchy. So that's the song that he he just come up and be like, mom, freaking you with Thomas the <laughs> Train, freaking you. And I'm like, you kids, have no idea what this kids, is talking kids about. Kids are so cute. Yeah. Oh, they have no idea. L- lyric, lyric been gravitating to a song too. Uh, of course, it's Janaeco, but uh, by yourself. So she'll come in here. You ain't even be by yourself. By yourself. Oh, I'm like, sit down. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let me see what this freaking you sound like. I'm about to. So room for the beautiful women. I'm gonna skip through real quick. So he likes the vibey shit. Okay. Real quick. So <laughs> so I have a playlist that I've made for Prince, like all the songs that he likes. And um, I, during the pandemic, I had to add a few things to it because I've been listening to a lot of old stuff. But he really loves Usher and Lil Jon and Ludacris. Yeah. And, you know, like Living in Vegas, that song has been played out to the ground. I would be fine if I'd never heard that fucking song again. <laughs> but I was taking him to school the other day and I put it on and he was going crazy. And I was like, wait a minute. Usher has a residency coming up here in Vegas. And so once I dropped him off, I got back home and started looking at tickets. Bitch, these tickets are so fucking expensive, my nigga. Like, girl, you should have seen the Bruno Mars ones. No, they're both like they're not only sold out. So the it's sold out completely, and now the resale tickets are so expensive. It just like makes me want to cry. Like, yo, we are in a whole pandemic. We're still in a financial crisis. But where's all this money coming from? Like. People are coming into Vegas, snatching up these tickets, and they're about to enjoy Arsha, which is fine. But, like, goddamn, the, uh, there's, like, a general admission, like, a party pit section, and those tickets are $999. Mm-hmm. A party just to pit? Be in the, like, just to be in the pit, I guess you just, you know, like, throwing your hands up and you might be able to reach out. Like, yeah, like, you know how they have, like, an award shows, a little section where people can be interactive, but no. And to sit in the balcony with your back up against the back wall is $650. Yeah, dog, I'm out. I watch him on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I danced for Usher back in 2011. I will, look, 
I didn't even get paid that much. Let me call this fool up real quick. Let me. Arsha, Arsha, baby. Arsha. What's going on? What is going on? Can you leave me three tickets and we'll call? He's saying his. He's saying he needs that money, honey. Them twins need some money. He got twins. Yeah, he got twins. Yeah, twins. Twin boys, right? No. He has two boys that I know. Yeah, he has like two sons, and then I don't know. Hold on. Well, look, I don't know. Me, he, can I pay him in Usher bucks? That part. <laughs> like, why are the tickets so expensive? Like to sit in a decent seat that's not sold out will cost you sixteen hundred dollars. Um, absolutely, the fuck not. You can fuck my ass with your tongue. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I ain't doing that shit. Really? Absolutely not, dog. Cause I ain't doing that shit. No. Mm, Oh yeah. And I I want to also uh, say I think. Um, Dave Chappelle also has a show, and I'm so scared to find out how much his tickets are. That's one person I have not seen live that I absolutely okay. live. I was wrong. He don't got twins. <laughs> oh <laughs> wait, wait, time out. She didn't blur it out. Whoever you said it from blurred it out because on her page she's showing that G string, honey. Oh, Tony. Oh, uh, what on shade on shade room? They blurred it out because Tony is like, "Fuck, what you talking about? You gonna get all of this? Look at Meek over there still creeping on Tony. Yeah, <laughs> I love yes. you, Tony." Oh, go ahead, girl. She ain't even show too much. Why they being all extra? No, she can't show too much. She really ain't got much, but she 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 flaunts what she got. You know what I mean? <laughs> she flaunts what she got. Working on that, Tony. Oh, Tony. Um, so one more thing, Meek. You shared um you shared a video to the group chat. And I thought it was really dope. It was about trust. Can you tell us and the listeners more about what this was about and what made you share this with us? Um, so, um, Esther Perel, she's like a world-renowned uh, couples therapist. Like, she is like one of the popular, most sought out by, you know, everyone um in in family and couple therapy and so I follow her you know I'm just always I I have a couple of her books I listen to her podcast and she's very informative um on like different like perspectives and outlooks when it comes to like addressing common conflicts you know within relationships yeah um and she brought this I'm gonna be honest (laughs) I saw this like earlier this week, so I don't know the whole breakdown again. So I have to rewatch it. So suck, <laughs> so bad. But the whole video is about trust. But she had like a dope, like new perspective about trust that I do remember. And um, so the title is called it, "Building oh, Trust okay, in I Relationships." Remember. I remember now. Okay. I remember now. Okay. So she was saying like how people's out, how outlook on trust is is what's is is what the issue is. And that basically what trust is, is having confidence 
in the unknown. It, trust doesn't mean I trust that you will never cheat on me. Trust is being confident within your relationship with that, you know what, like, yeah, we have a good thing, but I'm also secure with the unknown, the part that I don't know, the part that, you know, that that's not present right now. That way, like, if situations pop up, it's not a shock. It's not like this. Um, I'm not going to say you don't feel betrayed. You still feel betrayed. But there has this old, this overall understanding of what happened, right? So it's not like, oh, my God, you cheated on me. How the fuck you going to cheat on me? It's more like what caused you to step out? You know what I mean? Like, what is the what was the root of that? And being secure in your relationship that you guys can also deal with whatever problems arise, like whether it's cheating, whether it's finances, whether it's just, you know what I mean? Having the trust that you guys have the tools to come together as partners and deal with whatever conflicts arise. So I thought that was actually pretty dope because it's like, if you focus on securing the unknown, then like, then like it, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you like that word, you'll feel more secure within your relationship. People try to put so many restrictions and 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 um, and prohibit their partner from doing certain activities to try to prevent the unknown. And th instead of just being secure that, hey, the unknown may happen. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, you can't be that person's friend. I don't like you having women friends because, you know, oh, it's a good chance you might. No, guess what? Guess what? Your man can walk out. And in broad daylight at nighttime and choose to cheat on you. That's a, that is a fact. Is he going to? Guess what? We don't know. Be secure in that. Instead of trying to like busy your brain with all these restrictions and like prohibit, you know, like. And when it, when it, when it comes to like your past, have you, do you feel like you've actually like 100% trusted someone that you were involved with? Yes. Yes. Okay. And how did yeah. that turn out? It actually turned out well. Okay. So what what happened, Liz, with the it not turning out good? Like, what happened? Um, in the relationship, the person just blatantly lied to my face multiple times. And when I found out, I didn't say anything immediately. I literally just watched that person's pattern and see how he moved and how he continued to lie to me. And it made me sick to my stomach, to be completely honest. And then I finally, you know, told him what I knew, and he looked this stupid. It was so, I, like, where I had proof. I just I just kept watching him just keep lying to me when I found out. Like, it, it, it ended up, we ended up ending the situation, so. So do you feel then, like that situation kind of, has it affected how you look on future relationships? It definitely did put like a um a wall up for me to 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 get even get back into um dating in, in certain situations. I always have um what Meek says, what the fuck is this blockage that you have up? Um because <laughs> of it's because of my past and, and I I literally have to continuously tell myself to like let that go. I can't, you know, let that one person hinder like whatever else my blessings might be coming onto a new situationship or whatever it may be. Um, but it definitely still has my guard up at times because like I trusted this person so long where I felt uh, 
blind and I was I felt stupid and I was just I felt um huh oh because like when I hear you when you, when I hear you talk it when you post that question Bethany I a question came to me where I was like how did that person earn your trust in the beginning yeah like or like you know how did you get to a point where you trusted like like you like wholeheartedly trusted that person. And I'm and I'm presenting that like to the floor because I it just yeah. made me think about that like, you know. Well, for well, for me, um, in the beginning, everything we talked about or discussed or anything, it was it. I felt it was genuine. Um, he gained the trust by me, but it, it was, it was always we always told the truth with each other. We were being very vulnerable, and I trusted him because I didn't see any lies I didn't even see anything where he showed me that anything he said or did was was false information or it wasn't true so I felt like we trusted each other um we both I want to say we both at that time was in a, a vulnerable situation state um uh, I don't know for him it was more of him recently getting out of a situation um me I was just going through life in general and I'm talking to somebody who I felt I can literally trust with anything and everything, my darkest secrets and everything. That's how he, that's how we gained it trust in the beginning. So the fact that it was like, I even in the beginning of the relationship, I told this person, like, if you feel like this isn't working out or this, like you no longer want to do the situation or whatever it might be, let me know. Just let me know. And the fact that I, I continuously told this person that and this person still literally blatantly lied and cheated on me, I felt, you know, and I didn't see it until, like, years later, I felt stupid. What but, was yeah. that question again, Meek? What was the question? Like, what did, what did he do how to did earn he gain? the trust? Like, 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 yeah, so how did you get to a place? Because, like, and, and, and the reason why I thought about it, because I was thinking about the situation, my, that, that situation where I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly trusted someone and I and it made me think like well how did him and I get to that point because when I tell you we like our trust was like like it was like trust trust like we would we both had black blackberries black blackberries and we would at times grab each other's phone on accident and like have each other's phone the whole day mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying like stuff like that but we wouldn't think nothing of it like I never thought to like go through his phone I never thought to but- like but you know what I mean? That's like, the thing. I, at the time with me and the situation with this person, I didn't have a phone. So I used his phone for everything. And I didn't see anything. Yeah. The fact is that this person was very, very sneaky. Like, like yeah. d- conversating with these people through email. I was like, who the fuck? How the f- Sending pictures and everything through email. And me, I didn't think to look through no email. I'm looking at text messages, Instagram social media stuff right, you know wait, were you checking for it like i don't know oh, not, 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 not necessarily at, at, in the beginning of the relationship i'm like okay yeah maybe because i didn't really but after a while i stopped and when i stopped uh, i don't know if that that gained it back but the fact is i still had access to the phone i had the password and stuff like in the beginning yes i did but after after like the beginning stages of the situation um no i stopped after we yeah. talked, we had the, you know, talks and was more deep with our conversation. I, I literally did. I felt like I didn't need to. So the fact that this person was literally just doing it in my face, it kind of like literally threw me off. 
Yeah. I feel like, like in my situation, I had trust in him, but he didn't trust me. And that's the reason why we broke up. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. He was, he had a lot of insecurities and he didn't trust me. So. You know, I've been in relationships where our um, situations changed, um, where I trusted him. But then insecurities came into play and it changed like the dynamics of of our relationship. It was honestly my gut, my instinct telling me like, hey, something's up. And my instincts was right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that those past relationships never made me not trust another person. Because some people are like, oh, man, these niggas, all these niggas the same. They all, you know, out here fucked up. But no, I, I feel like I will still give people the opportunity to like I will trust you. I will give you trust. I will give you my trust. And the until moment you prove me wrong. Until exactly until you do something that makes me not trust you and that's it. Like I, I will give you the opportunity to like, you know, prove yourself, deem yourself worthy. But the moment that you fuck up, like it really just takes one time for me to look at you completely differently. I will completely like I will look at you differently. I'll move differently because once you show me that I might have to, you know, I have to uh, take into account the way that you move. And if I see something selfish about you because you you want to move a certain way, you don't take my feelings or anything about me into consideration, then then it's out. So I got so what? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Me. No, no, no. Because I, I I have I, go ahead. Go no, ahead. so so so. Uh, she was saying in the video, because I had to take a, a few screenshots, thank God it was captioned. Uh, she said, cultivating that level of trust requires millions of micro risks together and alone. Yeah. She, she said, I would say that helps us grow into better partners for each other. Like, trust has to be a mutual thing. And once someone isn't on the same, like when it changes, like one person doesn't trust you, one person doesn't trust the other, or some one is just like blindly trusting the other person it just really throws the shit off like it really takes a lot of communication and like you said Liz you say you were kind of like blindly trusting him but I feel mm-hmm. like that's what trust is like you have to go into it not knowing you, do you think do, so that's what I'm saying okay so because um, you said blindly trusting but then she says it like it takes it takes um like a, a lot of micro risk so that's not blind like that's not blindly trusting someone that's you know what i mean like you both are consciously taking the risk what is trust what do you guys what would you say trust so so, no but well that's what that's the that's the reason why i was going to ask the uh, pose the question of um do you agree with like changing the perspective on like where trust lies where it's like like, because, like, through those micro risks, you start to build trust that you can, like, depend on that person. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's not blindly trusting someone. That's someone proving that they're worthy of their trust. As to why I asked, like, well, how how was the trust formulated in, you know, in the beginning? Was it just, okay, I trust you? Or was it through, like, being in certain situations with each other where you saw, where you saw that person stand? It, and it's so crazy because I was just telling E this, like, a week two weeks ago where I was like in relationships friendships and and love relationships it's all about having opportunities for people to show up for you and the more that you have those opportunities the more you start to develop like trust respect 
love for those people. When people stop showing up, guess what? You're like, okay, I can't trust that you're going to do this. I can't trust, you know what I mean? Or you don't, you know what I mean? So I think, I think that kind of correlates with the whole micro risk that she speaks about where it's like, it's not about sharing war wounds or like being like vulnerability has a part to play in it, but it's also having those opportunities to show up and to whether, whether it's within conversation, whether it's, you know, physically showing up for someone, whether it's within support, whether it's financially, like being, having an opportunity to where it may be a risk, but that person still shows up for you. If that's the case, then that's not blind. You know what I'm saying? Because that person earned that. So like in exchange for showing up for you, they gained some trust from you, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. I have a question for you guys. Um, have up? you ever uh, trusted someone and then they showed you distrust and you still took them back in a relationship, even though they showed you a real level of, you know, like a reason that you them. couldn't trust them. Correct. Yes. A real. Uh, you have. Yeah. And, and it really proved to me, like, hey, girl, when you get a red flag like that, like, take it for what it is. Don't try to be like, oh, well, he has the potential to be. No. Believe those red flags. So you so you, so you, took him back and it blew up in your face? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Me? I had, I had a situation where I, I trusted someone with my vulnerability, and then they took that shit and threw it back in my face. So, I'm actually still friends with that person, but I've just adjusted. Like, like I don't, I, I don't, I won't, I won't ever fully be vulnerable with them again. Like, so like I don't trust them with that part, that aspect of it. It just affects how you like move, move with them. With them. Yeah. So like, there's there there's there's a certain point where they will never cross over. You know, like our reach with me again. And and, it's, and the reason why I stay friends with them is because I recognize that that's their default self. And I understand, like, how hard it is to, like, convert or to change from one's default self. So when someone is up against the gate, against the, you know, wall, they have certain defense mechanisms that they've adapted or developed over the years. And sometimes that can, some people use words, some people use, like, you know, the vulnerable, the vulnerable insight they have, you know what I mean, to kind of, like, you know, and that was something with this person. So I recognize that. And my one of my key things is if this person is trying and they try to, they're trying to be, you know, change or try, you know, trying, I can support you, but like you use vulnerability as a weapon and that's your default self. So I can't trust you with my vulnerability. Got so it. That's, yep. that's, yeah. That happened with you? Liz? Sounds like a Scorpio. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's a cancer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Come on. One of the most <sighs> emotional, vulnerable signs using vulnerability against somebody. Come on, dog. Yeah, wow. man. Yeah. Uh, um, so it happened uh, to you? That is that why you asked? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it, it blew up in my face and literally... Uh, pushed me back like a hundred steps back 
But you know, when I, I think about like past relationships and like how people kind of fucked me over when it came to trust, it just, I feel like I really learned from those situations. So when I, yeah, lesson learned. When I, be, when I meet someone new, then I'm like, uh, I remember how it felt to, you know, go through certain things, but I also ignored a lot of red flags and I have learned to not do that anymore. Not saying that I don't trust someone, I, I don't give them the opportunity, but I just know like, oh, this seems a little bit familiar when it comes to like how I'm feeling right now. And it makes me more vocal. I've noticed before that I really wouldn't speak up when I'm being, when my trust is being like shat on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now I speak up immediately like, hey, you know, are you feeling some kind of way? Or when you said this, you know, what does that mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm asked questions now. And we're going to be adults and be grown about it. And we're going to communicate and talk about it instead of having some stupid situation happen and then no longer be friends or, you know, in a relationship with somebody because of a conversation that could have happened. Right. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you 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 felt like there was red flags, but it turned out not to be red flag? You just your intentions was wrong. No. <laughs> Never. My, my my instincts have not let me down yet. Okay. It's always been like, damn, why didn't you listen? When you felt that in your gut, why didn't you listen? That's what I always get. It's never like, oh, girl, you was just tripping. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I've, I wish, <laughs> but no, mm. that hasn't happened. Every time I get a red flag or I get that gut feeling that something's not right, mm-hmm. it's right every single time. It's been right 100% of the time. Like, 100%. And that's a scary number. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Meek? I think that's a part of like uh, being like a part of the awakening is being able to differentiate between paranoia and gut. Like yes. I've had both. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had both. Like I've had it where like, you know, I, you know, the, the first the first man I was ever introduced to broke my heart which who is my my father you know what i'm saying like he was the first man to ever lie to me the second man i ever loved lied to me and abandoned me you know so like i like when especially when it comes to men i had a hard time like just really like trusting a man in in that he was going to do what he said he was going to do and so i would try to predict certain moves and certain outcomes and like this is going to happen this is going to happen and it's like and thinking that that's my intuition telling me that that's what that and it wasn't it wasn't and so many times like I would think I was prepared for a certain situation but I would just get burned two times over because like I'm you know what I mean I'm thinking I got the whole like scheme of things figured out and that's not the case. And I still get fucked over. You know what I mean? On top of the, you know, the trauma that I already have. And it was just a constant buildup over trauma. But then, like, it wasn't until my 30s that I really start trusting Meek. Like, Meek. Like, But that's also being true as to, like, what I need. You know what I mean? Like, for years, I was like, oh, I don't care about affection. I don't care about hugs. I don't care about this. I don't need to have that. No, no, I need all of that. I'm actually a very affectionate person. I, you know what I mean? I actually do know how to communicate and being honest with myself and then being honest with myself, I was able to identify certain, certain things in 
and potential partners, you know, and then it was through engagement with those potential partners that I start learning how to truly trust myself. Like my last situation that I walked away from, that was the first time in like in 30 something years that I stood up for myself in a relationship. And I like was mm-hmm. like, you know, I was like, no, like this is what's right for me. And if that was just solely going off of like it wasn't solely going off a of gut instinct, but like like my instinct had a lot to do with it, you know? So yeah, I have both. And so it's just like being able to tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in the situation that I'm in right now, like I feel like I'm pretty protected, but I know myself based off of previous situations. So I know that if I'm presented with a red flag, then I'm going to have to bring it up to him and like communicate and be like, hey, something about this, whatever is happening, doesn't feel right. And if, you know, my gut is like, hey, girl, no, mm -mm," then I have to be in a position where I'm like, you know what? It's okay if I have to walk away from this. Because some people are like, oh, right. you just don't and give being up. okay. No, but you and have being to be okay, okay with walking it. away. Like, and it's not, I'm not trying to say like, to like, because it's not, because like, I just feel like when people put too much emphasis on like the survival of a relationship, you're putting way too much pressure on this relationship. So it's not that I want to walk away from you. It's just that like, if I have to, I know I need to do what I have to do. But also by bringing it up, some people don't realize that they do certain things or like what that that red flag is a red flag and guess what that red flag is might not be a red flag to your partner but guess what it's a red flag to you and from whatever trauma and journey that you've gone through and that was the issue for me in my last situation where it was like i was getting highly triggered like the person that you are with or you choose as a partner you shouldn't be so highly triggered when you around them like they should in some way be some type of relief and i'm like bro like and but come to find out his default self was what was triggering me so i'm like okay i gotta Mm -hmm. walk away from this like yeah i can't sit with you through your journey through your life because you're you're, i'm going to end up hating you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. through through, like through the result i'm going to end up hating you because a lot of resentment happens yeah, because you're, you're hurting me. Yeah, like you're head. hurting me while you're discovering yourself. I can't sit here and be a a target board. Like I can't do that. But but by presenting it and being verbal and vocal um, with your partner and doing it in a way where it's not like you're doing this to me, like not like that, but on some like, hey, mm-hmm. like I noticed this. This is this just is communicate. This. And this is how I'm receiving it. You know, and this is how it makes me. And this is how it makes me feel. A lot of times, it's like, damn, I didn't even real, realize I was doing that. You know, like, well, let me not do that, or like, you know, if that person is really for you, once again, pres- giving them opportunities to show up for you, right? Exactly. So it's like yep. people are sometimes are afraid of like, of bringing up potential conflicts because they are afraid of how that person may react or that person may walk away. Guess what? If they're that quick to walk away due to some corrective criticism, they're not for you. <laughs> like that's just how I feel about that. Like they're like, "What? This is just how I am." Wait, what? Like it's all about compromise. Like I'm not exactly. saying to like completely change who you are. I'm just saying that like like I'm you're doing I'm not cool I'm not I'm not and, cool. this, and this is why I say the communication part is super important like you have to let people know 
that you're feeling some kind of way. That's the whole point about trust is like giving them the opportunity to prove that, but they have to be informed. Have to be. <laughs> they and have to know what's going on. And by and by by conversing with your partner, it also secures once again what Esther was saying, the unknown, where if you have to walk away, you're comfortable with that. Because yep. you had an adult conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You said what you said, you said how you felt, you you were very like, you know, like verbal and um and particular on like what you were speaking about. And if this person wakes up and just chooses not to do with do you got to do that's what you have to do. Yeah. That yeah. you ha- yeah, and you, I feel like me for me now going into, you know, I'm in the dating scene now, guys. And um I feel like I'm being... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So silly. Um, Dating, and I'm just being very vocal with what I like and what I don't like and what I want out of it and what I don't want out of it because I I feel like I've been in situations or, you know, relationships or whatever where I would just, like, kind of, like, you know, not go with the flow. Not, not necessarily go with the flow because, like, I know how to say no to what I don't want to do or don't like. Oh, we but know. I kinda like, I kinda, <laughs> but I kind of like, you know, in a situation, um, let the man, like, let, let I, I'll let the man show me, like, you know, what he likes. And because and, sometimes I don't know what I like. I like to try different things. So then yeah. it, I like to, you know, see what my man like and see if I like it too or something like that. But like, I, I realized there's certain things I've already experienced by doing that and saying like, yeah, no, no, I'm not cool with this. This is what I don't want. And this is what I don't And it's, in my mind now, it's like, you either going to respect it or you just going to get lost and you and, don't want to deal with it no more. And that's so okay with me. I'm okay with that. At first I used to be like, no, I want this. This is mine. I don't care. I'm going to accept whatever comes with it, but no, not doing it. Yeah. And by and by speak speaking up for yourself and um and setting your standards and like, you know, and sticking to your standards, that's how you start to like truly trust your instinct. You know, like saying like I actually have with myself. I feel like um like what is it? Uh my therapist told me I don't trust myself enough to make the right decision. So, you know, um <laughs> hey hold on so like, funny, it's, uh, it's me Kira, it's me <laughs> Miss, she's talking about me okay <laughs> sorry about Dr. Johnson but you know um anyways <laughs> let's finish continue <laughs> no wait tell me, tell me. the funny thing was I was like damn this bitch wants to go see a doctor <laughs> wait, I, was like, I was like oh no but no but 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 that's a very that's a very important point because you have to do the work on yourself first to be able yeah. to set these boundaries and to know what you want. You have to do the work. And a lot of people, I, I was, oh God, I was having a conversation um, and this person said that they heard someone say that a lot of times people don't put in the work until they're in a relationship. They don't work on themselves until they're presented with the opportunity. Like, oh shit, now I got to get myself together for this person. It's like, no, uh-huh. you should have been started that process. So you're not wasting your time and this person's time because you don't that's even know right. what you want. So that's, what, that's, that's very what, important. Like, you have to have what, conversations. You have to do the work and so you can know what boundaries to set and say like, hey, I like this and I don't like this. I expect this. And if you do mm-hmm. this, then that's a like that's a non-negotiable. That, yeah. that's, that's the reason why like if, if you can, I, 
I encourage people to like have a sit down with like past flings or past relationships and be like, yeah. like, let me know, like, you know, like, how was I as a partner? And how, you know, because <coughs> who you think you were, who you think you showed up as, maybe completely different person different than person. what. Than that's what your part, your your ex partner like received. So and it's like I, that's the reason why I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bit weird. I'm a bit um, how can I say apprehensive of those that like when they speak of their past engagement, like they always speak, you know, down upon their partner and as though yeah. like they're the victor in in the situation. And I'm like, so you telling me you didn't do nothing? You telling me you mm, walked right. away from this situation and you don't got no lessons? You, that's what you're telling me? How is that possible? Even when I was a true victim, like a true, even in my, even in my relationships with my father, right? I can still pinpoint like things where like I can still place understanding to like certain actions of his and I can still also like be like, okay, well, Meek, that's on me. You get what I'm saying? Like you can always pull lessons from somewhere like we don't have a red light special this week, but if you do have a question for us, the ladies of the Crazy Sexy Cool podcast, you can email us at crazysexycoolpod at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on Twitter or on Instagram at crazysexycoolpod, and we just may answer your question on the show. Um, I'm at, I actually have one, but I'm going to save it for next week. Um, but I do want the listeners to know that we are on Patreon, so it would be really beneficial if you guys love the show. And I know a lot of you guys have been asking where the videos at, baby. They on, on Patreon, honey. You know, it's just a different experience over there. We have way more bonus footage. We got bloopers. We got clips. We have a, a episode with the Toxic Hour. When I tell you it's so many bloopers and funny moments that I had to cut out from the episode, hilarious. <laughs> and to be able to watch it and Good actually time. see what's going on, it, it's so it's so fun. But yeah, we're gonna have more behind the scenes footage, more lives, more Patreon uh, exclusive Q and A's where you can you know see us while we are interacting and doing our thing as friends. You know how we how we like to pull up on each other. But yeah, yeah, we, we outside. We outside, baby. Also with Patreon, depending on what level you sign up, you will be added to our crazy, sexy, cool, close friends on Instagram. Not our personal ones, but our, yeah. <laughs> but oh, our, our account. But it will be Bethany just got, as dope. Bethany got removed. Oh, wait a minute. Is that why I ain't seen shit? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you will get I'll your car back exclusive pictures and videos depending on what level you sign up you can get access to that we'll have merch we'll have all that good shit all that dope shit you know so you can continue to support us and what we do you know three single mamas in las vegas making it happen for us to continue for us to continue bringing uh, bringing you guys content we really appreciate everyone who listens and supports us so we just have another platform for you to do so um Meek or Elizabeth, is there a quote this week? Yep. I, I do. And I'm not going to, um, no, it's not going to go. But I'm not going to say who it is. I'm going to see if y'all can guess who it is. <clears throat> yep. um, you know what? I'm not about to play with you today. Um, <laughs> this kind of goes off the what we were talking about. Our topic. It goes, everyone tries to impress that special someone. But if you can't get them by being yourself, 
then they can't be that special. Lauren Hill. Oh. Oh, oh, Lauren. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Look, if I have it to goes with what we talk about. If I had to change myself to like me, dog, no. That's that's weirdo yeah. shit. You're I'm gonna right. end up going off on you. I'm gonna be honest, so it ain't safe for me or you, like, for me to be fake, you know. All right. Oh, Thank you to everyone who has tuned in. Another crazy, sexy, cool Monday. We'll see you next week. Hey. Peace. Peace.